Hello, my friends. Hello, my friend. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Welcome to High Desert Tarot. I'm Leanne. I'm Anya. This is so, so happy to cute have that you we're here. Love this. Love this journey for us. Love this journey for us. A la Alexis Rose. Here we um, are. I just gotta, in our I, I, I need to do a shout out though because it is Valentine's Day. Anya just gave me this super sweet. If you haven't watched this Creek already, you need to. We need. We need to get you there because we love that journey for you. But she just got me this awesome Rose Apothecary. <laughs> Um, David Rose sweatshirt, and I'm like so excited about it. Don't worry, I do have a photo of how cute she looks in it. Don't yeah. even worry. Yeah, love it. Um, so, I mean, I guess we're like podcasting now. We're super excited. Anya and I have had this like journey, like this dream podcasting journey vision for what, like seven years now, six years. Whoa. I think it's been that long. Maybe you're right. But Time we flies. have we we're bestie witches, best friends, also witches, living in the high desert, and we've decided this year to collaborate on making a tarot deck together called the High Desert Tarot, and we're like super juiced about it. Yes. It feels auspicious to be starting to share this journey in this way on Galentine's because we love this holiday as a celebration of female friendship. Could also be Palentine's for people that don't identify as female but love celebrating friendship. I feel like our culture needs more types of love and relationship besides just romantic love. And we're all about it. And this collaboration has just totally grown out of how much fun we have together and pulling cards together over the yeah, like what? Seven years at least now that we've been friends. Yeah. So I mean, we have been here. I, yeah, thanks. I feel like it's people have been asking me, like, so what's your like vision? What's your like journey for like this podcast? And I'm like, honestly, I think it's just Anya and I's love for like magic, like candle magic, tarot, like all things like really um, witchy. Yeah, you know, with our like continual like ritual nights and everything, and we're just we're just here to be friends, and we're super happy to be friends with you, and yeah. hope you can like follow along on our journey. We're like super excited. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for being with us. We we had um, the fun experience of working for a while in a bookstore together. That was for me. It was kind of like Hogwarts because it had so many different books in different areas of magical practice and different forms of divination different spiritual traditions and religious traditions and so we both kind of have relationship with different practices like that and get a lot of joy from sharing them with people and so yeah as we go we'll probably like bring in some other like magical folks and perspectives that we've been exposed to mfeo made for each other you know <laughs> Sleepless in Seattle. Cute. I forgot about that. <laughs> Throwing up the hearts. Um, sweet. That's my nickname for Leanne. Um, because in the past, I think we both had our names mispronounced over the years. But the most shocking of all the mispronunciations was someone calling you Lee again. <laughs> Yeah, because my name is really spelled L-E-I-G-H-A-N-N. So I've gotten it all throughout the years of like Lehan, Legan, Legan, you know? No, it's just Leanne. Yeah. yeah, but it's evolved into leagues for me. So that's just for our listeners. So <laughs> leagues, tell me, because as long as I've known you, you've um, pulled cards. As long as we've known each other, we've both had a relationship with the Tarot. But how did you come to the tarot and what was your, what was that? Um, what's that been like for you? That discovery? Well, I feel like, so I feel when I first started working at the bookstore, well, I had worked there quite a while before you came on. Right. And um, so when I started working there, like that was all new to me because I, I know we both have like 
Christian, devout Christian backgrounds. And mm-hmm. my family is like from Texas, like very like into the Lord. And so Selena. like, <laughs> sorry, that was just a shout out to Selena. <laughs> R.A.P. Little legend. Yeah. Um, so when I started working at this bookstore, you know, that's very like metaphysical, very like spiritual. And, you know, like Anya said, just kind of like covers all these different traditions and celebrates all these different traditions. Um, it was like really new and really eye-opening. And it was, um, it was, it just like felt like home to, like I would immediately everything in this bookstore just like felt right to me. And I was immediately drawn to the tarot, specifically the wild, uh, the wild unknown tarot by Kim Kranz. If y'all have not yes. looked into the wild unknown tarot, it's a beautiful deck. It's all animals, which I really like because I have a really hard time um, relating to decks with people in it for some reason, like the yeah. animal medicine layer of it kind of is, you know, and the meaning of animals and kind of just like the definitely um, inspired us. Yeah, just the, the, the like different teachings that they can bring. I just really, um, I connect more with. And I actually great deck to learn on also because the images are kind of simplified. It's so simple. Decks. I mean, if you're gonna, if you're gonna like, you know, start on Rider Weight, which is, I mean, is also a great deck, super tra- traditional, but um, there's, it's like drenched in symbolism, which to me, I was just like, this is way too much for me. I like cannot tackle this and like feel like, you know, it was overwhelming. So Kim Kranz's Wild Unknown deck was great because it was super simple, really beautiful. I actually have the Son of Swords tattoo and the Daughter of Swords tattoo on my arms because I like loved it so much. And I was just like, I want to like mm. marry these images to my body. So, um, and I had actually done professional readings for a while because I was like so into it. And I like was teaching myself about it and all this other stuff. And then it just got too much doing professional readings because I quickly learned um, like firsthand kind of that uh, energy exchange. And just like when you're giving, I was like giving readings to people and they were like getting really, really heavy. I mean, very true and like very on point, but like people were going through really monumentous, you know, hurdles in their lives. And I was like taking it home and it was just too much. Your empath self was like taking it on. I feel like we've both learned so much in the years since then about like protection magic and like grounding, clearing. Yeah. Yeah. Which we're like super excited to share with everybody. But um, so I just, and also like, it's kind of like, you know, when you're like doing something for fun and then it turns into a job and then you're like, oh wait, like this isn't fun anymore. So I kind (laughs) of wanted to get back to it being fun. And that's what I did. So I stopped, you know, doing it as like a side hustle and was like, I'm just going to get back to just doing it for myself. And like, for people that I'm like drawn to, do you remember, um, do you remember Estella who came in that one? Read our coffee grounds for us? Yes. Yes. So like I, when I stopped doing professional readings, like I would still like do exchange readings with like, you know, with her and she would like read my coffee and I would like read her tarot cards. So it like, like bringing it back to something more fun it was like really and like a nice exchange and the one thing I learned from her that was really awesome I mean not that anybody has to live by this rule but she basically this woman who's like one of my um one of my like passing friends like I wish that she was more in my life but um she's like a very magical woman and she just like totally (laughs) she came into the bookstore one day with a thermos of coffee and like four teacups and was like, can I give y'all some Armenian <laughs> coffee readings? And I was like, y'all, her coffee readings are like on point. They're amazing. But her rule is when she, when she learned how to do these readings um, from like an Armenian woman, the number one rule was you only give readings to people who you feel compelled to and never do it for money. So that was oh, like, wow. okay. that was like her number one. Not that like people shouldn't be like charging money for their services for like readings and you know all that stuff but that was like that really resonated for me of just like oh and I think I think I feel like maybe I never knew any of this this is great yeah I feel like it kind of resonates with you too because you're like always like who wants to read like who wants to you know wants me to pull a card for them and like it's just it's that I think there's a certain (laughs) joy in it of just like I'm gonna offer something to you as like a gift rather than okay now you owe me sixty dollars you know got it so that's kind of been 
on, yeah. on, on top of that. What about you? What is, what's your journey with Pharrell? How did you get into it? Well, love to tell you. I'm also just, that is, was so interesting to hear about because I never thought about it quite in that way. I definitely don't consider myself a professional reader now. I'm not ruling it out for the future, but I think I'm still, I still consider myself a student um, and not quite as fluent in the cards as people I've really valued like for their reading skills. But I'll just say that. But I well, also um, I feel I feel like we're like we're both students and, yeah. and like constantly the tarot is like so vast that there's like endless things that you could like really learn and like apply. So yeah. also like if you're if you're if you're like jumping on this podcast and you're like hoping for like expert level tarot people. We can sorry recommend to you, but we might not be yeah. those people. Yeah. We can point right, in yeah, the right totally. direction. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah, we've we've definitely met some gifted readers and yeah, we're just learning more every day. But my um introduction to the tarot was actually when I was 20, um, which was almost 13 years ago. I just turned 33. I uh I was studying abroad um during my college years, I was studying Buddhism in India for four months and um while I was in the city of Varanasi there was this cool like bookstore there and my friend Joanna another shout out um because she actually introduced us so thank you for that Joe um my friend Joanna thanks Joe pointed out to me (laughs) that I should um get this deck and and I bought it at this bookstore the Osho Zen tarot deck. And so it was an interesting first deck to be exposed to um, because it's kind of unique, but it it kind of brought together some of the concepts in Buddhism that we were learning about and Zen and then, you know, the symbols of the cards. And so I I had very few like devices or books with me. because we were living this monastic life for this period of time and so the deck was like with us throughout these four months in India and almost every day like pretty routinely the electricity would go off um in the town and so it became kind of a thing to to light candles and and pull cards and um a lot of the students in our in our group there for the semester also had birthdays while we were there. So we would do birthday readings for people. So we started to get a sense of like how the cards could speak about a specific situation, how they could point to like the big themes in someone's life and, and which cards would come up repeatedly for some people and then not for others. And all of it was just like so fascinating and magical um, and part of this like larger spiritual exploration. I think, you know, it's been, um, a touchstone for me in all the years since then and I've been getting like more and more and more into it because I think it's such a great way to check your blind spots like to have some reflect like it's like looking into a mirror for me now of like sometimes things I don't want to see <laughs> um but that can really be helpful for growing you know and just continuing to learn the um the other thing is like that I don't even think I knew at the time particularly because the Osho Zentero you know Zen <laughs> comes from Japan and um, Osho lived in India. Interesting figure. That's maybe another episode too. Mm-hmm, <laughs> or mm-hmm. yeah, another subject. But um, certainly not like endorsing him as a guru. But yeah, no, but I definitely no. learned, learned from that deck. Um, you know, because like, because I went so far out of my own root culture and lineage to learn some of those spiritual practices that I was learning like Buddhism and yoga um it took me a while to realize that the tarot actually comes from from Europe you know comes to us from from Italy and that's some of our ancestral roots you know some of mine my matriarchal side and so it's it's kind of been helpful yeah I love that because it's you know (laughs) while I'm still very invested in like interrogating how to be in respectful relationship with these other lineages that have been kind of 
given to me as a gift in my life and teachings that have influenced me so much. I also feel like for white people, it's great to remember that we don't necessarily have to take things from cultures that aren't our own. And there's a lot mm-hmm. of spiritual wisdom to be recovered. Um, yeah, it's just something cool. So, mm-hmm. uh, delve into yeah. your own roots. This is a sign. Delve into your own roots. This is a sign. <laughs> you mean? You mean? Um, well, I love that. Should I we love? That. I just like love the idea of you just like doing tarot by candlelight. That just like sounds so magical. It's like so romantic. Yeah. Let's pull a card. Let's pull a card. Should we pull a card? I mean, for this sure. Do you auspicious like auspicious Galentines? Auspicious. Well, maybe we both also yesterday a card. was like was Lunar New Year. Yes, happy new, happy Lunar New Year, everyone. Yeah, Losar. Yeah, Chinese New Year. Yeah, yeah, our Tibetan friends celebrated as Losar. Mhm. Uh, beautiful new beginning, metal ox year. Mhm. I think. Ooh, this is just an idea. Planting the seed for the future. Could be cool to talk to our friends, Tim and Eka, about the metal ox, which is the. The element of the year in the Chinese mm-hmm. system of astrology. I've, I have a theory, this is just a hypothesis, hypothesis at this point, but I have a theory that there could be some interesting resonances between the metal ox and its steadiness and the hierophant, which is our card of the year in tarot numerology, thinking about learning, mm-hmm. like tradition and yeah, being a student of life. I don't know. Love it. Could be some interesting yeah. relationship there. Yeah. Um, so we both have our decks in hand. Mm-hmm. And I never shuffling. even noticed this until you pointed it out recently that we have very different ways of shuffling and pulling. So <laughs> would mm-hmm. you tell us how you like to do it? Yeah. So I'm really into, I feel like I'm really structured with it. Like I, if I, if like I need to have a little bit of structure to it. Otherwise I overthink it. Uh-huh. And I, so I feel like, you know, in like my years of helping people find their tarot decks and like working with the tarot, I think the number one rule for me and what I, and like the advice I give people is like, do whatever feels right. You know, cause if you feel like kind of like, oh, this doesn't feel right. Or like I'm faking it till I make it. It's like, when you're working with like intuition and stuff like that, it's like that it's not going to work out or it's not going to be very true or authentic. So for me, I just like shuffle and just kind of, you know, shuffle however long it feels right. And then Mm -hmm. what I do, and I'm doing it as I like, so I've been Uh shuffling. And then what I do is I cut my deck into three piles, one for my mind, one for my body and one for my spirit. And then and then I shuffle together my mind and my body. Whoa. I really hope there's like shuffling cards ASMR in here. But And then your mind and body with the spirit. You shuffle it all together. And then I just pull from the top. Cool. Let's see what I get. Okay. Four of coins or four of pentacles. Ooh. Can I just say it? I've been pulling so many pentacles lately. Yeah, you're the queen of pentacles in my life. Um, I have a few questions for you. Number one, okay. what deck is that? I've never seen it. Okay, it's gorgeous. I, today, today I am using the Tattoo Tarot, Ink and Intuition. What? If you've ever met me, you know I'm covered in tattoos. I got this <laughs> around Halloween last year, and I love it because the back is like, it's like playing wow. cards almost. And then cool. the actual cards, it's like, wow. it's very like, um, celestial tattoo design work. So if you can, I can't if, believe if, I've if, never seen that. Super I know. If y'all are into like tattoo stuff, tattoo tarot, it's a who beautiful is it by? aesthetic. There's no buy from it. Like, oh, text by Diana. 
McMahon Collis, maybe. Um, it's a great, great deck. And it feels really good. The like size of the cards are manageable. You know, like some cards are really big and some are really small. These seem like yeah. manageable. And I love the feel of it because I don't know about you, but I hate getting a tarot deck and then like finding that it's like really like so glossy that like things are like, like slippery, too slippery. Manage it. Yeah. 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 That's, that's good to think about. Okay. Wow. Okay. So I'm using this beautiful deck that you gave me, the Cosmic Woman Tarot, and I'm kind of blanking on the creator's name right now, but we can oh, always- Oh, you know what? Um, While you shuffle, I can probably figure it out. Thank you. It's all um, blue and white, and I just, I love the aesthetic. I love the simplicity of the designs and the, the feminine quality. Um, so I'm of the mind that there's no right or wrong way to do this, and that it's good to experiment and find what works because I think the tarot is powerful and kind of speaks for itself and you can't really mess it up. <laughs> you know, that's just yeah. where I'm coming from. It's a working theory. Um, I see people with a lot of different techniques for pulling and all effective. So mine that I hadn't really like realized that this is what I'd settled into, but you <laughs> brought it to my attention that I just kind of pull from anywhere in the deck intuitively. Um, I feel like you're most like of the, the time. I feel like watching you like pull cards is so magical for me. Cause I like literally <laughs> you'll just be like, you'll just be like holding your cards and then you'll pull it out and it'll be like the perfect card. And you're like, I just pulled this card for you. I'm like, how did you do that with when? no structure? Just pure <laughs> intuition. It's like so magical to watch. Also, well, your deck is made by Lisa Unius. Thank you. Yes. Love her artwork. Thanks for introducing you to her. Super into it. Um, this deck is my main squeeze as well as the Our Tarot, which is not, ironically, the tarot deck that you and I are making, High Desert Tarot, but it's actually the title of it is Our Tarot, and it has, we both have it, it has historical feminist figures for every card and I've been enjoying so much learning the history of some figures and how they relate to the themes like across cultures and time super cool we'll probably talk about that at another time so okay so also I did the guidebook for that one is like really amazingly well put together really in-depth research and beautiful collages for the images and I was waiting for that deck to come out for maybe two or three years before it did and it did not disappoint I'm really into it learning so much from it so, okay, shout out to Sarah, Sarah Shipman maybe we can interview her someday I love that <gasps> ah, brainstorming <laughs> <laughs> so um I did my intuitive thing of shuffling just to get my energy in the cards and feel into like what's the card for us today this Valentine's Day inaugural podcast and this is what I got the star. Stop it. Are you serious? I am not joking you. I love the star. It's one of my, it's one of the cards I feel most connected to personally, just partially because I'm an Aquarius and we're in Aquarius season right now. And the star card is associated with Aquarius. The classical image in the Rider Waite Coleman Smith depiction is a feminine figure like pouring water into the earth and so Aquarius as the water bearer has that connection and then you see the star it's a symbol of hope it comes after the tower which I think is a lot of the vibe we've all been through in 2020 we can talk more about that too yeah totally. at another point the tower there's a lot we could say about the tower but um you know after a period of upheaval whether we decide it's good or bad we've been through loss and change and now we're, like we're feeling renewed and seeing the first light of like hope again right that's hope, the star I think it's like the key word for the star you know yeah it's just like really I feel like anytime like having that water energy in there is just like so like I look at it as like with it coming after the tower it's like we're ready to just wash that shit right out of there. Ooh, I never. You know what I mean? That. Cool. And just like start like healing like, waters. 
yeah just like soak your bones you, I don't know yeah like <laughs> let's just clear this out and just like and then having that star yeah. there just like you know and then the star was like you know the wise men like following us like all of the kind of like symbolism that I feel like the star has you know and like the underground railroad and like following the stars it's like all like you know toward like the north star to freedom Mm -hmm. yeah it's like you know it's literally like a map and like a guide for like something better there's something better there's something magical there's something amazing and you've done the work you've gone through this like upheaval this water's just gonna wash it right out and then here's there's hope on the horizon omg i love that okay i mean so cool to hear your take i on don't it. know yeah no mm-hmm. you're really inspiring me i mean i think it's a great question to ask when this card comes up of like what is your north star what is your guiding principle like we all have different you know codes of ethics we might subscribe to in our personal or spiritual or professional lives but like what is the one thing that you point your compass toward so that you know you're on track with yourself, you know, in alignment. And then maybe that's a question we want to answer for this podcast since the card's coming up. I don't know. I mean, also, I feel like it's part of the journey. I feel like, especially, and I feel like, like you said, everyone can relate to this. We just, I mean, we're still in a pandemic. We're going on an yeah. anniversary of a pandemic. If that's not yeah. a tower year, I don't know what is, you know? Right. And I think pulling that is such a good sign because it's just like there's, you know, I mean, as far as pandemic goes, there's like vaccines coming out. There's like, you know, there's growth and things that we've learned through the pandemic. You know, we've, I feel like, a lot of us have learned the value of the relationships of the people that we have in our lives now that we can't see those people. You know, yeah. I feel like there's so many things to learn and grow from and so many more things that we can look at, not take for granted and work towards. Be like, Ooh. you know, no time is better than the present to like chase after our dreams and like make Ooh. stuff happen. Wish fulfillment. Right. If not now, when? Oh, that's good. I. that just made me think also like in Sarah Shipman's deck that we were just talking about the figure that she chose for the star card is Anne Frank and that reminds me of her sentiment you know despite everything I still believe people are good at heart what a what an affirmation of our humanity to say that right now with like all the fascism and violence we've also witnessed Mm -hmm. and are living through um and for her to say that was certainly radical in her situation. She was also, you know, not also quarantining, but she was she was stuck in hiding in this extreme way for her safety, as we know, um, when she wrote that. It feels like that those are all good energy and that like, you know, even though your our present circumstance is tower feeling, just know the star comes soon thereafter. Oh. Yes. It's always darkest before the dawn, Mimi. Me, me. Me, me, me. Um, I Florence don't... and the Machine vibes. Yeah. Are you not a fan of Florence? I'm like, I, I'm a I got fan. such a I'm blank a reaction to that. Not, I'm like <laughs> thinking about, I don't know, like, lyrics. Okay, I'll play it for you. Yeah. yeah. I'll put it You're in. You're getting me oh. on the Mariah Carey kicks. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. We didn't talk about sharing this with our listeners but as you know I'm sort of obsessed with this so I'm just going to mention it mm-hmm. I made playlists for every card collaborative playlists on Spotify just to like dig into the energy of the card through music I'm okay. totally going to add that song to the star playlist if it's not already there and we can share the link if people want to check it out maybe yeah love it plug it into it <laughs> um do you want to hear about the four of pentacles yes I do okay so like I said the four of coins because in the tattoo tarot um they use coins and like in the high desert tarot that we're making we're using crystals yes um but also earth element abundance it's all about like the it's all about like very earthly things 
you know, it's like the natural world, material things, money, you know, home stability, I feel like job security, that kind of thing. Worth and worthiness. Yeah. And so too. like, yeah. And so this one, um, you know, and in this one, it's just like, it's a snake going behind like the four coins kind of like, kind of like, Whoa. this is my money and like, don't take it. And so it's like, it's a card of like being stagnant because you're on this, you're sitting on your pile of money or your pile of wealth and you're not willing mm-hmm. to share it. You're not, you're not investing it. You're not putting it anywhere, but you're mm. also not bringing anything in. So it's like stagnant because in order to make money, you got to spend money in order to, you know, oh. like it's, it's all an exchange. And so um, this is a card of like, you know, of, of just a reminder of like, hey, you know, if you want to receive, you also have to give a little bit. You know what I mean? Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I am interested in the relationship between these two cards today. And I feel like there's something about the hope and faith of the star in like the most transcendent all-encompassing sense relating back to like our search for security on a material level like Mm -hmm. having some hope and Mm -hmm. bringing some hope and faith into that realm of like finances and um does that make sense to you like enoughness yeah yeah and also kind of just like it's been rough because in this time there's been a lot of people of like losing jobs not being able to find a new job like that scarce right we've been there that, yeah it's been like awful. yeah that like mon- like that scarcity where it's like you're like I don't know what the future's gonna hold so I can't shell out money but the, the, that that creates this stagnant energy and I think these cards mix okay. together like it's been rough it's been hard for like a lot of people and it's gonna get better okay that's yeah. that's my takeaway. That's that's my reading. I like it. Trusting that that true security that also doesn't come from financial things. The security of like it reminds me of um like the beautiful networks that have flourished and grown stronger in this time of mutual aid. Like people just sharing what they have to help take yeah. care of each other. Like yeah. for more sustainability. Absolutely. And also like in, I have, um, the modern tarot by Michelle T, which yes. cannot like re- recommend this book enough because she goes through the meaning of, our of each card. And then she has rituals for every card, which if you're into doing rituals and spells and things like this is the book for you, because it's, I feel like before you introduced me to this book, Anya, I was like, okay, I pulled this card. Well, now what do I do? And Michelle T is like, here, this is what you do. You know, it's like, makes so, magic with it. It does. But in here it's, you know, she says, um, for the four of pentacles, trust that the universe is taking care of you and relax your grip on what's yours. Hmm. Beautiful. So. I, um, not to put you on the spot, but I feel like <laughs> I posed this question and now I feel like I need to answer it because it's like hanging out there of mm-hmm. like, like what's our North star for this podcast. And I just want to say for me that particularly with this being a hierophant year, as we mentioned, like my commitment is just to keep learning no matter what, like we said, neither of us are experts, but like, there's a lot of joy in learning. We love sharing what we have learned and continuing to learn from others so we hope to I think like learn through the process of doing this and be in dialogue with whoever might be interested and we'll pull cards for you and bring in some other perspectives as well and listen to any feedback you have right yeah 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 if like we are super welcomed we like we welcome um other perspectives other interpretations um for sure so while we're on the topic of well since we had already touched on shuffling another way to shuffle too that yes i don't 
I really wanted to talk about because I don't know for anyone that's read Paulo Coelho's Britta. It's a really, mm-hmm. really cool book. But the witches in that book, they pretty much just like, I want to say like toss the cards in the air. Yeah. Like I remember reading it and just being like, I think I'm reading this wrong because it sounds so bizarre to me. But they like toss the cards in the air and see what lands and fall. Have you have you read that? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was it. I interpreting interpreting that right? I it's been a while, but that's the way I remember it too. Yeah. Yeah. And I so um like a few years ago, like also kind of like in my tarot journey. I have a ghost story. Can I share a ghost story with you? Please. <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. Um, so like I went camping with an old friend and we decided we were like in the woods, like deep in the woods in the wilderness. And it was like getting late. And we decided we were gonna like do some tarot, like in our tent. So and I had just been reading that book and I was like okay, well, I'm just going to, like, toss the cards up in the air and, like, see what fall. And so, like, all these cards fell upright, but it was all, I mean, in learning and growing with the tarot, I know there's, like, positive spins on everything, but it was, like, three of swords, death, the tower, like, literally all these, like, weird things. And so we were really freaked out by it. And, like, I had just gotten this, like, brand new tent that was, like, given to me and, like, used once before. So I was like, well, that was weird, but, like, maybe, like, it was one of those things where I was like, this doesn't feel right to me because I haven't shuffled and or haven't like drawn cards in this way. So it didn't feel very authentic, but so we put, we like put the deck away and like, we were in this, we were camping in this place called Holy Ghost, New Mexico, which if you look up Holy Ghost, it's really creepy. And there was, there's all this history to it that I had no idea that had like gone down at this location. <laughs> so we were like camping and it was really late and we had already found another abandoned campground earlier that day like we were just getting really weird vibes so it started raining we had we had like done our toss-up tarot thing it was like gotten these weird cards we were like okay well let's just move on and so it starts (laughs) raining and then all of a sudden the rain starts pouring down in sheets down the side of our tent like through the seams of our tent oh and I get out and it's only raining above our tent. Like I walked to our car, to my car, like maybe 10, 15 feet away. And it wasn't raining. It was only raining above our tent. So I was like, um, friend, we are packing up right the fuck now. It's one o'clock in the morning. I do not care. We are going home. And so we like, because it felt like a ghost at that point. I felt like it just felt off and it felt weird. And there was like a fog setting into the woods. And I was just like, this is really weird. So we like, hightailed it out of there because I was Uh like the girl scout in me was like well I don't have I'm not ready to be like sleeping (laughs) but I was not prepared and so I was like I don't wait that's the boy scout thing I never was prepared (laughs) (laughs) always be prepared or maybe it's because my dad was a boy scout but he was my girl scout leader is that the thing yeah Mm -hmm. okay okay um Shout out to my dad. He's so no, cute. the Girl Scouts my are, are like way more sexist, but I like that he gave you that one. That's so fun. Um, so yeah, well, I was not prepared. I was like a living disappointment to my dad. If he could have seen me, he would have been like, "You were like, where's your first aid kit? Where's your thermal blanket?" And so we like hightailed it out of there, like driving through this, like through the mountain. It looked, it looked like a movie, like a winding road, fog setting in. I like kept thinking I saw things like out of the corner of my eye. Uh. I got home. <laughs> I got home and I was like, okay, well, thank goodness that experience is behind me. But it wasn't because after that, a ghost inhabited my house for like maybe six months. Like, that just long? really weird. Yeah, it was that long. I had a ghosty roommate that was like opening and closing silverware drawers and like, like moving my tarot deck around the house and like I would come home the, the like main thing that the one okay the, the the thing that happened that like was like that's it I'm like 
I got to do something. I came home and I was like living by my, I was like living. I think my brother was living with me, but like I had like one part of the house and he had a whole different part of the house. Uh And so I remember just like having a pile of dirty clothes, like in my art studio space. And also my cat Luna at the time was like chasing, but like two and three in the morning, witching hour. Um, so I had a pile of dirty clothes in my art space and I like picked up the pile of clothes and out fell this pear necklace that I got when I was like young and I had put it, um, in like a bag when I moved, I put it in a bag full of jewelry from like this past relationship that was like really toxic and like abusive. And I, so I put all my jewelry in this one bag, put that bag in a box with all these other keepsakes from that one relationship that I was like, I'm not ready to tackle this. I had not yeah. taken that necklace out of that bag. So like, how did it end up like in my clothes, ah. in my space, like out of the bag, Whoa. out of the box, in a different room underneath a pile of clothes? It was so weird. And just like my, I was like, that's it. I'm not doing like, this is totally like something is just fucking with me right now. So my brother and I took my deck and we drove up into the mountains and we buried it. And then that was it. Nothing ever happened again. So, like, something, like, attached to my deck. And in saying that, I feel like that leads me to something else I wanted to mention. Ways of cleansing your deck. Yeah, because obviously that story is wild and really intriguing to hear. But it's also unusual, right? Like, that's not going to happen to most people if they're worried about it. But you can still, I mean, if it happens, we're here for you. But (laughs) if you have a ghost haunting your tarot deck, we know what to do. But also, more common is, like, you share your cards with other people, and then you feel like you have other people's energy in the cards, and you just want to come to it fresh and make sure the energy of the reading is specific to who you're reading for. So there's, like, different ways of kind of clearing the deck in between readings, right? Totally, yeah. And, like, being, you know, respectful of, like, any closed practices or, like, you know, like a, a lot of people have used like white sage to like cleanse their decks, but also like there's other ways that you can do it, you know, as far as like, yeah. um, like lately I've been We're aware using... of like the shortage of sage because of the drought and wildfires in California. And right. even though it's a practice indigenous to a few cultures, we're in New Mexico and it's a sacred practice of indigenous people here. So it doesn't necessarily yeah. belong to us as white people. We know that. Also, like mountain sage could be used. Um, yeah, other herbs for cleansing. Other herbs. Certainly. I've been burning rosemary lately, which has been really nice. Um, juniper is also really great. And mugwort. Mugwort. I feel like mugwort is really good for like strength too. And like for like that, for like the dream world and stuff. So that's, you can oh, that's like burn true. some herbs to like for protection, but also to like open up the like pathway of intuition and like giving and receiving messages um also burning a cinnamon stick to like oh, sweeten the so energies to you is like it, delicious. it smells amazing <laughs> so cool. um, also one thing i love to do is tap on my deck and blow on my deck that's a next level witch shit i told you i i want i really love that um <laughs> i have a few witch friends also that leave their cards out protected from the elements but under the full moonlight mm-hmm. for cleansing and charging mm-hmm. um you know we can talk about cleansing and charging crystals is sort of a different thing but it's related yeah too it's all um, related yeah salt great clearing black salt element as well black mm-hmm. salt for protection yeah love it cool well um there was a couple of other myths that we wanted to just like name in the spirit of clearing them out, right? Yeah, um, let's name them. Ghost busting, etc. Because <laughs> uh, we're aware that there might be some people going on this podcast journey with us that are new to the tarot and just at the beginning of learning about it and want to experiment with it. And so if you're in that position, we hope we can... Um, encourage and inspire you on your way and if you don't have a deck 
feel free to take this as your sign to get one. There's sort of this persistent belief that you're not supposed to buy your own tarot deck or it's like bad luck or something. You have to wait until someone gives you one. Obviously, yeah, like it won't be makes a great like a, gift. Yeah, but I've, I've heard from people like, I want to get a tarot deck, but I'm afraid too that it won't be like true to me if I get it for myself. Oh, yeah. We haven't I'm found that to be true, right? No. no. Like how many decks do you have and how many have you bought for yourself? Well, I'm sticking with those two tarot decks and I actually do like to give other ones away when I'm not using them. I have a bunch of other Oracle decks, which we can talk about at some point too. Similar principle, but different system of symbols. They're each kind of their own unique constellation of symbols. And I have a lot of those that I work with and love. Um, But yeah, like right now I have one deck I bought for myself and one deck you got for me and they both work equally well. There's no, no, no difference there. Um, I think, yeah, just building a relationship with the cards, I think is really what makes a difference right and one way to do that is to pull a card every day see what the energy is for the day how you relate to it how the themes show up throughout your day mm-hmm. there's infinite other cool spreads you can play with we have a ritual we started a few years ago of doing a drawing for the whole year one month one card for each month so 12 cards for the year ahead and then kind of checking in with them month by month seeing how those energies play out um you can do the same thing for like a week or pull three cards at any given moment for some clarity on the past present and future mind body spirit as you said yeah there's like there's like an infinite amount of ways that you can like pull the cards and relate to the cards and i felt i came across a book the other day that was like 144 tarot like there's just so many different kinds of spreads that spreads. you can do and like get into. But yeah. But I that I sounds feel like, like a cool the, book. I feel like the Okay. I know. So I didn't know about it. Um I I feel like the card a day is like what really got me um kind of like to like deeply understand the tarot and like uh-huh. the kind of the different nuances and the different things that come up because um, I just feel maybe it's because I'm more of like a visual learner mm-hmm. rather than like reading all these different things. But um, it it just really helped me just to better understand it, to like pull a card and be like, oh, like this is kind of the themes that I need to be looking out for. And then going cool. about my life and being like, oh, I mean, that makes sense, you know? Yeah. So. I feel like I most often turn to the cards when I have a question or like something unresolved and I want to kind of get to the bottom of it and see what the energy's about and you can do that any number of times I feel like I uh you know there's a tendency in all of us perhaps (laughs) I'm owning it that to like pull a card and you don't really like the answer that you get so you want to pull more um I'm trying to like trust the wisdom of the cards that I get and not do another reading until I feel like I've sat with like the one I got Mm -hmm. (laughs) but at the same time pull it often as you like it's a great way to build the relationship and yeah I also another shout out our friend Lindsay who aka bad pastor um has a patreon page where they they're an astrologer um, among other things and non-binary astrologer and they have created tarot spreads for different astrological transit which is kind of cool to kind of engage it offers a way to engage with the themes of the astrology yeah yeah the work they're doing is really cool i love all the spreads that they come up with yeah like um pull the card and I'm like that that doesn't seem right and then I'll like go and I'll pull another one and it's the same card and that reminds me yeah. that meme so of like it's like the <laughs> meme of like me pulls a tarot card doesn't like it me shuffles pulls another tarot card and it's the same card and then it's Stanley from the office and he's going did I stutter <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about that but that's so perfect so I funny. 
I kind of like live for tarot memes. It's like a major part of my engagement with Instagram. Yeah. Love to share them on our high desert tarot Instagram too. I mean, need an outlet. Need yeah. an outlet for it. <laughs> we need an outlet for all of it. Um. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, we would love to start like doing tarot readings for y'all. Oh, yeah. Here on our podcast. Um. So. Yes. I mean, Just can I like so plug excited them? about it? I feel like. I mean, I just we both like love doing readings like we love you know and I think it would just be a really great thing for like people if you want to like send us an email you know with like a situation or like can you ask the cards dot 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 you fill in the dots you know and yeah question we'd love to get those and then we can like pull cards for you on the air you can email your request to the high desert tarot at gmail.com and there's a V in there, T A G. We'll go through them and try to, yeah, it's like, yeah, including V and then desert and Cute. so there's like two T's in there in the middle. So the high desert. Got it, got it, got it. Cool. Um, but yeah, send them our way because we'd love to start doing readings for people on the air. Yeah. On the podcast. Can I say the air? I feel like totally like we're on the air. Why not? Air element swords. Um. Get also, it. you can um follow us on Instagram at um high desert tarot so no these on that one but just high desert tarot on instagram don't forget tiktok too oh yeah also tiktok is that the same (laughs) leanne has gotten me so into tiktok it's like the subtweet of our whole culture it's so fun on there it's like (laughs) i am so addicted to tiktok it's not even funny i yeah it's just i think it is funny it's like (laughs) <laughs> actually um yeah it's it's pretty amazing but um hi desert tarot on tiktok too i have a few things also we have an etsy shop too it's really kind of amazing um if we do say so ourselves but leanne's been like getting us into candle making and making candles with beautiful aromatherapeutic scents specific to the high desert and we're writing some candle spells for each of the cards so you can work with the energy of the cards magically in that way if you want total candle magic no pressure and we have like stickers (laughs) up there art prints are coming soon we're like super grateful for all the support we've gotten on that so far too i mean we've gotten etsy people are literally the cutest people of all people i feel like they are basic absolutely including you okay (laughs) so high desert tarot etsy.com we can go shop our merch oh. ah, cute okay so fun could talk to you forever but I think that's probably it for now right yeah until next time my friends like thanks for listening and we'll yeah oh thanks review so much, and everyone. subscribe and oh right those things is that what do people it. do I feel like that's what people say at the end of podcasts rate review and subscribe that's what they do Right when you subscribe. <laughs> if you feel like it. And um, yeah, we're excited to hear what you think, what questions you have. Love this journey for us. And love ya. Love all love of ya. you. Love ya. Love ya. Happy Valentine's. Happy Valentine's. <laughs> Bye. Bye.